Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we watch and talk about the just the craziest things you ever did see. Pink fedoras. That's what we talk about. That's what we're going to be talking about for this next hour, everyone. Yeah, guys, this week we watched The Himbo in the Hat. <laughs> That's what I renamed this movie. Oh, by the way, I am Bridget. Oh, I am not wanting to be on this earth anymore. <laughs> no, I'm Anne. Uh... Yeah, this week we watched Deadly Mile High Club. Oh. And guys, I had a great time because it was just absolute I mean, nonsense. I laughed my ass off. But I don't think you're supposed to. No, maybe you are. I don't know. Maybe they made it ironically. I don't know. I I can't. There's nobody nice in this movie. Everyone sucks. You want everyone to die in a plane crash. Mm -hmm. Like you just are hoping at the end that they're all just like in a plane crash. And that's the end of them all. Right. They're all awful. No one is good. thinking about it again okay i truly like there are large sections of this movie where i did not take notes because i was just like what <laughs> like staring at my tv <laughs> oh guys it's it's gonna be good all right so we open on two people flying an airplane they're in the cockpit obviously and there's a bad storm and something happens I didn't understand if we knew what happened. I don't know, but I feel like you're skipping the most important part of this whole scene, whereas the woman is wearing a fucking turtleneck and the man has a mullet. Like, it's just <laughs> turtleneck and mullet going down. In yeah, they take a nosedive. But you're, then... they're in love because she's like, babe, babe. Mm. They're calling each other babe, so you know they love each other, right? Like That's how you know. <laughs> So then she wakes up in a hospital and she looks real bad. She got banged up. Like she hit every tree on the way down. Yeah. It's like she was a plane crash. (laughs) (laughs) But really like it is frustrating because in TVs and movies, when people are in bad accidents, they have like a black eye and it's Uh like, no, when you're in a bad accident, you look awful like you look like you've been in a bad accident you're not like with mascara on and a like arm in a sling like oh my god no you're fucking banged up and people can't recognize you she she was real banged up and scratched up but she did still at least have lash extensions thank god because her eyelashes were crazy anyway she asks the nurse or the doctor what happened to the other guy in the plane they're just like oh he's dead he died (laughs) horrifically in the plane crash (laughs) she starts crying and then a hard cut to the peppiest music she starts crying bridget but it's a bloody tear that's rolling down her cheek (laughs) (laughs) you didn't catch it oh i got it it's a slow bloody tear rolling down the cheek a metaphor for what's to come. 
<laughs> but seriously, the song that it cuts to, like, there's like shots of like, I don't know, LA, because there's a Hollywood sign for some reason. And the song's like, da 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 it's a 90s sitcom. Hey, hey. And then we see our himbo. What's his name? Jake. Jake. Of course it's Jake. That's important to the movie, Bridget. Yeah, it is really important (laughs) to a fucking psychotic woman. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. I knew a guy named Jake once. (gasps) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm sorry. I just. (laughs) Okay. So just jumping ahead very quickly when she is looking at pictures of her Jake. Oh no, Anne's losing her mind. (laughs) And she starts clicking back and forth very rapidly between dead Jake and new Jake. And then she's like, Jake, you came back. You're back. You've been reincarnated into this other Jake. Like, because his name is Jake. Just because his name is Jake. Does he look at all like mullet Jake? No. Does he resemble personality-wise Mullet Jake? I doubt it. Mullet Jake seemed like he was a fucking good time. That guy yeah. was a party animal. Mm-hmm. He had fun. That guy know how he like knew how to fuck. Like party yeah, Jake, yeah. you didn't want him around. You don't want to marry him. You know, Tanya, you don't want to marry Party Jake, but like that's the good Jake. You don't want to end up with fucking turtleneck pocket protector Jake (laughs) fucking hell also this guy was the worst fucking actor I may have seen in any of these lifetime movies that we've watched over how many episodes 150 I don't know how many we have (laughs) 50 something numbers I mean just void of all He's like a flat affect and a flat delivery. And this is what I don't understand about casting. Like how? I don't understand. I can't believe that there are other people who read for that role that weren't better than that because he was fucking awful. Like you're not an actor, bro. Yeah, I'm better than you. I would play a better straight man than you would. Like you are so bad at everything you do flying. <laughs> okay, I do have a real problem with. Well, let. Let's okay, I'm sorry. We're getting back, so wanna... off track, Bridget. But like, I. No, I, it's he's really bad, and I'm he was so, sorry, so Sarah, bad but... it was distracting. It's distracting the entire movie. So we meet Jake, alive Jake, and he is at work and we find out that the woman in the background who is out of her mind is his mother-in-law. She's got like plaid blazer on and she's like, let me tell you something. When I was in labor, I drove myself to the hospital and I came back to work the next day. So don't you drink my decaf coffee, Frank. (laughs) It's like the longest, weirdest thing. She's crazy. She's fucking crazy. She's like a combination. She has like the attitude of Judge Judy and she looks like a combination Ah. of Liza Minnelli and her ex-husband, David Guest. Like 
Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Cloudy. <laughs> oh my God. But that's oh. what she reminded me of. She's a beast, this woman. An absolute monster. Mm-hmm. So Jake takes off from work early and he's a little bit late for his first day of flight school. And Tanya immediately, oh, go ahead. But like, he wasn't signed up for flight school, right? He just kind of wandered in to the class. Yeah. I don't know that he ever paid her. No one has ever heard about Jake's dreams to fly. The flight school, his fiance, anyone (laughs) in his life. No one has ever known about this. And he just stroll like you just can stroll into flight school and like if the <laughs> professor <laughs> instructor, I think that might be a better <laughs> the flight school professor. If they're just like, yeah, you have the same name as my ex <laughs> mullet. Yeah, you get in for free, babe. You don't have to pay. You just get to take classes for free. Um, she asks him his name and like 117 questions about himself. And then we just cut away and there are eight other people in the class, but we never meet any of them. They're not important. This is now where she's looking at the pictures going back and forth and then has an epiphany that it's Jake. And I literally wrote, bitch, what? <laughs> what but like it's never really brought up again that she thinks he's reincarnated jake right like it's just that you're absolutely right yeah because you know at the end she's not like but you're like you came back to me or whatever right it's never brought up again you're so right wow well this is where we meet the most important character in the movie, and that is a hot pink fedora. Oh my god! It's Stanzo brand. They're it nice. is, but it, it's Stanzo brand, but it doesn't stink. Like it, it is. Stink. Yeah, this was like bought the line. from Britney, like Britney Spears, <laughs> in two thousand two. Also, congrats on your pregnancy, Britney. Oh, we love you, Britney. Ooh. <laughs> you. <laughs> I hope she's happy and well cared for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, the fedora. Mm-hmm. This is like a big plot point through the entire movie, you guys. It is you know a- how New York is the fifth character in Sex in the City. <laughs> this fedora <laughs> is the fourth character in this movie. <laughs> it's like a hot pink canvas fedora but shiny it's like but shiny and then it has a black band around it yeah and it is worn by several people several times in this movie it is a point in this movie everything in the movie revolves around this hat have you ever seen anyone wearing a hat like this 
Not unless they were like on a stage doing a performance. Not unless it was Britney Spears. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe Christina was I'm picturing like very low rise jeans and a little crop top and then a little hat. And like who were introduced to this by Jake's girlfriend, Annie, who is the queen of our lifetime movies in our yep, it's Anne Marie Dobbs or whatever. Yeah, her name we is. love her. We love her. We love her. You can tell um, this was an earlier one for her. Oh, my God. Yeah, she hasn't really gotten her oh, chops. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she did a lot of batting of the eyelashes when it was like, yes, serious stuff. And I'm like, girl, calm it down. <laughs> um, but she's like doing homework. Right. Because she's in college and she's something doing something. But like you don't wear your fedora indoors while you're just doing casual stuff. It's not a beanie. It's not a beanie. It's not a headband. It's a fedora. That is. Hmm. That's ridiculous. You don't. It makes no sense. Even Brittany doesn't wear one. And. The second she gets off stage, she's tossing that hat to the side. I just, no one is wearing them inside. But so, people are wearing them throughout this entire movie. Any place you can think of. The pool. <laughs> what if work? You know what? I want to get one of these and <laughs> wear it to a pool. <laughs> and see if anyone, just wear it for a day. And see if anyone says anything to me. I'm going to wear one next time we're at the yurt and it's lounging in the water time. I'm just going to put on my fedora. We should all get Stanzo brand fedoras. <laughs> you know, for 200 bucks, I could get like 50 Stanzo brand fedoras. <laughs> <They're not> uh, <laughs> so, he stinks. So, <laughs> Anne Marie Dobbs mom comes over who's the crazy lady from before yeah his boss you find out he's he's married to his bitch boss's daughter yeah yikes um, she hates his guts oh my god when he tells her that he's taking flight school classes (laughs) he's learning how to fly she laughs in his face she goes don't you need to be smart to be a pilot? And mm-hmm. her daughter just sits there letting her mom abuse her husband. And as I was writing, why the fuck isn't this bitch saying anything to defend her husband against her toxic mom? Her mom slides two grand into her palm and it's like, I know you need this. That's why. That's That's why, why, guys. Financial abuse. Well, she also agrees with her mom and a couple hours later tells Jake, I mean, you are pretty dumb. Barely. You're pretty fucking stupid. You fucking idiot. It made me so sad. They were so mean to him. They were so mean to him. You know, like Jake is, they could have made him a lot more likable. You know what I mean? They didn't make him likable. Like I could have liked, I could have liked the guy who was like in a shitty relationship 
and like longing for flight school <laughs> and like the touch of a woman who's not a rancid bitch. Like, yeah, but they didn't they didn't make him like warm, charming, charming, sweet, endearing behind like, the eyes. And yeah. He played the scenes where he was like, are you not attracted to me anymore? He played those like too puppy like too like whiny instead of just being hurt he seemed like a kid well what don't you like me anymore my dick no more (laughs) (laughs) i want to jump out of a plane (laughs) what an asshole god fuck men oh fuck Fuck everyone. These the women in this movie are pretty terrible. Too. I mean, for real. Everyone in this movie sucks. Lifetime. Can you get a movie where you have one likable character? It's no. not hard. It's not hard. So I was thinking about this. The only time they fit a likable character into a movie, she ends up getting murdered. And it's the girl from the updated version of No One Would Tell. The sweetest little teen. Okay, I, if you're talking about a movie we've watched, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because they're all the same. Well, we've watched two versions of that one. Anyway. I, honestly, when you talk about somebody who was murdered and doesn't deserve it, I just think about think her name was margie i don't remember what fucking movie it was but she had a fucking amazing pantsuit or dress on it was a like dress a she had an amazing dress it, she was a hairstylist <sighs> i think about why, that dress all the time why do you get to forget everything and i've got it on it just Bridget, right away i'm telling you that's what we had to record tonight is because i was like i have had a drink and a half I didn't even have a drink and a half at that point. I had a drink and I was like, this is going to be out of my brain by tomorrow. If we do not record, even with my note, even with my notes, like even looking at my notes now, I'm like, what? <laughs> well, that's what? the movie's fault. <laughs> it's just so rude. Like Annie is a, Annie's a bad wife. Annie's a bad mm-hmm. wife. Yeah, they're both terrible. Jake's um, a bad husband because he just mm-hmm. instantly is like, I'm unhappy. I'm going to fuck you. To Tanya. Like, I, everyone sucks in this movie. Tanya's crazy and awful and psychotic. You know who the only good guy in this movie is? Fucking Gonzo. Gonzo's a dick. And you know it. Don't act like Captain Gonzo Rogers was some kind of American hero. Not to my face. He died an American death. Ah. No. Guys, that's right. There he bleeds a- red, white, and blue. <laughs> There's a character in this movie named Captain Gonzo Rogers, and the last thing he says before he dies is, God, I love being me. Don't let the party die. <laughs> Never let the party die. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm like just jumping around, but it's, I can't, 
not i can't not i mean okay. essentially the what happens in the movie is that from the second the flight instructor structure instructor <laughs> tanya sees jake it's like she is throwing herself at wow beat she's, she's a like thirsty bitch so thirsty get yourself a glass of water tanya because you're dehydrated. my god you are parched she immediately takes advantage of the fact that jake is very gullible and she's like oh do you want to come fly with me to palm springs i have to drop off these airplane parts to a skydiving school yeah right and he's like okay yeah (laughs) she hits on him all through dinner he tells her no we can't do anything because i'm married and then they go to a hotel and then he tells her again that they can after they started to yeah but they started to yeah and then she goes into the bathroom and loses her mind she's like gagging herself with the towel freaking out mm-hmm. um so then she like comes out she acts normal and she's like oh you know what this is totally fine why don't i take you and your wife up into the <laughs> sky jake no treat jake (laughs) and he's like that sounds awesome yeah that is the best so nice of you that's the best idea i think anyone's ever had especially after they tried to fuck me and i was like no and she seemed a little psychotic and Mm -hmm. then she was like let me take you up in my plane with your wife (laughs) what what yeah, it makes no sense. His wife inexplicably agrees to go. I thought she was gonna like be shitty about it. Yeah, no. But they go, and she's wearing the hat inside of a plane. And Tanya decides to what would you call that? Bank it really hard to the yeah, left. A little dip, a little boop, boop. <laughs> so that Annie is like parallel with the ground oh nope that's how you would be in a plane anyway what am i trying to say annie's passenger side door is facing the earth instead it's how you don't want to be in a plane (laughs) if you're in a small passenger plane it's how you don't want the plane to be if you're like (laughs) so hard for me to understand other than upside down it's the one way you don't want the plane to be yes it's exactly that So she's not having a good time and Tanya is cackling like a fucking maniac. And then we see her like open the door and push Annie out. And oh, of course, not real. Except she did actually turn the plane. She turned the plane. Yeah. She just didn't kill her. I was like, and then it's like, I could give you flying lessons. I go give you flying lessons. <laughs> what? Um, so then she's like watching after that, she's watching them kiss as they're like leaving. They leave in separate cars, even though they're married. So that's weird. They 
don't act like they're married. I thought they were maybe engaged. I was shocked to hear they were married. Mm-hmm. Don't act like a married couple. Um. So then he goes back up with Tanya and they fly. He's like, I can see my house from here. And he looks down and there's a pink hat and a green shirt and they're smooching right in his driveway. Oh, no. And he is devastated. He's so sad. And Tanya's like, look, this is your house, right? Look over it right now. Look, isn't that isn't that your wife in her pink fedora making out with that guy? How crazy right in your driveway. Right when we're flying over. So he goes home that night to confront his wife. And I just realized when I was looking at my notes that what she says here is supposed to be a joke. And I was like, this is, I don't understand what she means by this. She says she went to Whole Foods and put a down payment on dinner. And I guess that was a joke about how Whole Foods is expensive. But at the time, I was like, what the fuck? I know. I was like, what does that mean? You can put like layaway on Whole Foods. It doesn't even make sense. It's like expired by the time you get it. Um, So I guess that was a joke. Good try, everybody. She vehemently denies it. Um, Yeah, when he confronts her. Can I say my absolute favorite line from this whole entire scenario? So he confronts her and he's like, I saw you when I was in the plane today making out with a man in our driveway. Oh, my God. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was at school. He's like, I saw you. It was in the plane. She's like, what? So you're like saying you saw me from 30,000 feet? Oh, yeah. And she was like, uh, we don't we don't go up to an altitude that high. <laughs> I'm like, not ready for that yet. He said it in such a dick way. And it's like, that's not what you're saying in an argument about like your spouse cheating on you is like, that is we don't go up to, don't that. go up to 30,000 feet. <laughs> it felt very Napoleon dynamite to me. <laughs> so oh funny. boy, that was so I funny. First out laughing. I thought it was so <laughs> fucking funny. Oh, I loved it so. We don't go up to an altitude that high. <laughs> so they get into a fight. He's super passive aggressive and he's like, I guess you're just not attracted to me anymore. Oh, wow. It was instant. He was like, I saw you with this guy. You must hate me and not want to have sex with me because we haven't had sex in three years, apparently. Like, yikes. That's a long time. When you've been married six years. When you look like you're 25, I guess. (laughs) I guess like when I'm my age, I'd be like, eh, you haven't had sex for three years. Okay, whatever. Fine, whatever yeah. goes for you. But like when you're that young and like that hot. Yeah. You fucking. You fucking. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so he says he's going to stay with someone who lives around the corner. <laughs> and they're taking a break. The room that he stayed in. I know. Fucking ridiculous. It was like decorated, like I don't know. I guess what, like there were a lot of like Mexican dolls around, and like weird 
like curtains and it was just a weird weirdly decorated room and the first thing I thought when I saw the shot of him in the room was like what the fuck is going on in this room it was awful anyway and that's we're not even to that part yet but like it it was jarring in my head I'm right there with you um so at class Tanya sees that he's He's not as interested in the first aid kit as everyone else in class. So he stayed at the end of the table and acted all broody. The first aid kit that has chloroform in it. Oh, I didn't even see that. Are you joking? They like, they like zoomed in and were like, there's chloroform. (laughs) Hey, do you see this in here? There's a bottle of chloroform, like an old timey brown bottle with an old label that's like written in script. It wasn't written in script, but it was just like ridiculous. Also, you know how many first aid kits I bought? None of them have chloroform. Why would they? My life would be a lot better if they did. That's such a creepy thing. Like, are pilots secretly capable of knocking us out? They're just like, in case something really goes bad and like- We put this in the vents. Not we just throw it out. in there and everyone has a nice little sleep for a little while until we get our situation. I don't control. like that. What the fuck? That's not a normal thing. Like if I saw somebody anywhere, I don't care. Like if you're a professional, other than- I don't even know if I would trust a doctor with a bottle of chloroform. I'd be like, what the yeah. fuck do you have that for? I've listened to too many datelines. I know what you are. You're a predator. <laughs> no one needs that. No I one needs you that. Are. Who uses chloroform? People who are doing bad stuff. Me bad guys. What yeah. is chloroform used for? In a good way. Can you tell me? I don't me? know. Nope. Kidnapping people. Hold on. Is chloroform ever used in a good way? Here's what I found. <laughs> mm. huh. No. <laughs> no, it's just, and we just made that. We were like, cool, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. Let's sell it. <laughs> Jeez. You can just buy it from labs now, guys. Yeah. And also rapists can get it and knock you the fuck out. And that's really the only thing it's used for now. Huzzah! That's so scary. What the fuck? What? <sighs> Where are we? I don't know. This <laughs> is when she tries to, to get with him again. And he's like, it's too soon. It's too soon. There's oh. no emotion. This is when we're introduced to the oh. very idea of Captain Gonzo Rogers. <laughs> Yeah, because he runs into two women dressed as flight attendants from the 70s with like little mini skirts on. From the Gonzo Rogers flights. <laughs> yeah, they have flyers or like brochures for the Gonzo Rogers flight school. <laughs> when the, And they invite him to like, I think they called it an open hangar instead of an open house. Yeah. Yeah, it's an open hangar, Bridget, because that's flight <laughs> talk. Okay, are you in the know? So, 
Tanya walks up and she's like, you little horse, get off. <laughs> like, loses her mind. She says at one point, just tell Gonzo this is really uncool. <laughs> <laughs> Which I want that to just be my line when anything is stressing me out to just be like, you know what? Just tell Gonzo this is really uncool. I'm not doing this. Right? <laughs> tell Gonzo this is uncool. No boy, no guns. Oh boy. So Tanya like warns Jake off of Gonzo and he's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then he goes immediately to the hangar party yeah. at, at Gonzo's. He gets introduced to Gonzo and this guy is a real character. He's like, oh, hey, yeah, you know, Tanya, oh, we used to race in the races. And then she murdered her husband. Ha 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 ha. He goes, I'm frankly surprised they renewed her pilot's license. Dot, dot, dot. She's one of the best. (laughs) That's literally one of the lines in this movie. I know. What? After when they're saying goodbye, this is what this is what Gonzo says. See you on the flight line, amigo. And then a close-up of Gonzo's face. And he says, I guess to Jake, Gonzo Rogers, nice to meet you. <laughs> at, the, at the end of their interaction. <laughs> this guy's crazy. <laughs> he is a real loose cannon. <laughs> Gonzo Rogers. Um... Oh, oh, so this is where we see the gross room from the guy from around the corner's house. And he ignores, Jake ignores a call from Annie, but he picks up one from Tanya. And he's like, hey, listen, I met Gonzo and he fucking rules. I'm going to take take classes from him, but I can't afford two sets of classes. So I am going to have to drop yours. Hope you understand. Um, and she acts like he's breaking up with her. Yeah, she takes it real cool. It's not good. She specifically asks him if she's coming on too strong. And this dumb little fucker says, no, no, not at all. Don't worry about it. Lady. Um, oh, and this is where I did start to question why she still thinks this is her Jake. But I guess maybe she didn't. That was just her excuse. Annie tells her mom that she and Jake are separated and her mom, her mom's name is Margaret, goes nuts. She's like, well, I'm going to fire that stupid little piece of shit. <laughs> like This jerkwad thinks they can break your heart and walk out on you? Not on mama's watch. <laughs> it's like if someone... If someone was doing like a drag impersonation of Stockard yes. Channing, but it's like, like a Harvey tell impression, yeah, of like, oh, what's her name, Lainey Kazan? Like that's what it is. Like yeah. it's a very campy 
Jewish mom. Mm-hmm. Like it's so stereotypical, big. but not good. And also, like, not you could make like she could have made us love her. You know what I mean? They had nothing character- about her that was likable. I mean, you I know could, what you mean. She could have played it so that you, you could were like, make that funny. character be like a sassy, brassy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little not classy, but like still <laughs> likable. Can we have one likable person in this? That's all I ask in these fucking movies. Can I have one person that I'm rooting for? But I'm not- they, there's nobody in this movie that I'm like, hey, I want to see what good stuff happens to them i'm just like i hope everybody dies everybody sucks what about gonzo's assistant she was like every time he told her something she's like yeah i, I know the flight attendant yeah and she's like we don't oh, have yeah, insurance I, I guess, for that okay sure yeah i, did I mean like her. she was neither here nor there but i didn't want her to die um <laughs> Margaret also says she's going to go around the corner and quote, pound some sense into this moron. Mm. Annie begs her not to, but of course she goes and Jake is just like, "Mm, sorry, can't talk, gets in his car and drives away. Tanya (laughs) sneaks, sneaks in big quotes onto the hangar where gonzo keeps his plane mm-hmm. and she just walks up to it and she's like ting 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 and then walks away and i don't know she broke something no one sees her it's broad daylight but then she just walks into the hangar and it's like after 2001 oh my god thank you um like it's after 2001 you can't just go to an airport and bang on airplanes no. like you I can't just it's a small airport it does not matter Although I guess she's a pilot, so she probably she would have access. But still, I don't know. I just feel like there's rules and regulations. Although, guess you know, today there was like a fucking shooting on a subway. They still haven't released what this guy looks like. So how do we know how good things work? Not well. Not well. That is true. And I realized that I left out a crucial piece of information, which is that when Jake drives away, Margaret follows him. So while they're at the demonstration, because Gonzo's doing like a stunt. Yeah. Demonstration or something for all his new students. So we got Gonzo, we got Jake, we got Tanya, who saunters in after sabotaging the plane. And he gives like a little speech. And then he's like, you know what? I don't usually do this, but who wants to go for a ride? And obviously he picks Jake. And then Tanya's like, no! No! Not my Jakey cakes! But Jake's still gonna go. He's like, listen, baby cakes, I'll be fine. But at that very moment, Margaret comes, Margaret comes running in and screams his name and he's like well i guess i have to stay here i can't go up in my big fun plane because my mother-in-law's here so gonzo like, goes up into the plane oh go ahead balls man uh, just like 
I'm going to go up in the plane. I mean, it's good he didn't because, well, you yeah. know, but like, don't let your mother-in-law tell you what I you're going to do with your life. What the fuck? Gonzo does the stunt. This is when he says, God, I love being me. Yeah, he's really into it. On the ground, Jake just has Margaret screaming in his face. She tells him he has the mental capacity of a donut. Yes, I wrote that too. I was like, God damn. So now the engine starts sputtering up there in the sky with Gonzo. And then it just cuts off. And he's like, what's this now? But then he continues doing loops and spins in the air instead of trying to safely land his plane. Yeah, that was the editor's fault, I'm sure. They're like, it doesn't matter what the plane's doing in this scene. (laughs) He's still doing loop-to-loops as he dies. Okay, cool. You know what, Anne? Never let the party die. Never let the party (laughs) die. These people came to see a show, and God damn it, they're going to see a show. (laughs) Now, at the exact moment that the flight attendant (laughs) assistant lady steps in front of the whole crowd and says, hear it. Captain Rogers Flight School, our number one concern is safety. Right behind her, the plane crashes. <laughs> so no. good. Never forget, Gonzo. <laughs> Later in maybe in a couple scenes, Margaret refers to this incident as the crash demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> um i don't know if that's she was supposed to say i don't care i loved it oh yeah because she (laughs) it was good it was fantastic um yeah so tanya goes to visit jake at work and margaret sees her so she like looks her up and goes to the flight school to confront tanya is that right Yes. And this is what she says. I recognize you from the plane crash demonstration. (laughs) (laughs) So she tells Tanya to stay away from Jake. And Tanya's like, there's nothing between us. But listen to me. He's born to be a pilot. This lady just laughs in her face. And she calls oh no that's later um she's just like a total bitch to tanya and tanya's like okay well you're going to santa barbara you say (laughs) why don't you let me fly hop in in my plane babes and let us go together we have a totally cordial relationship that's not full of animosity and hatred why don't you come in my tiny little plane and Margaret's like, I'm a businesswoman and I know a good deal when I hear one. Let's do it. I mean, it is expensive to fly. She was just going to drive. She saved herself 90 oh. minutes. Well, I mean, maybe she hates driving. Fair. Sometimes I would pay money to take a flight to fucking Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay to take a flight to Ann Arbor. So they're up in the plane and Tanya tries again to tell Margaret that Jake is a good pilot. Margaret says that guy's three tacos short of a combo. And then she says, 
He's a bed stain. <laughs> okay, so three tacos short of a combo. That's the combo. You're getting three tacos, beans, and rice. So what are you getting? Beans and rice? That's, yeah, he's just the beans and rice. You're the beans and rice. You got to give him <laughs> a little more than that. You got to say he's like two tacos short of a combo. Like, this is not a good saying. He's not all of the tacos short. He's yeah. maybe like one and a half. Don't use a tacos. Don't use a Mexican food <laughs> combo platter. You yes. don't understand anything, Margaret. <laughs> oh, boy. So Tanya just loses her mind because Margaret won't stop trash talking Jake. So she pushes Margaret out of the plane. I mean, obviously, Margaret shouldn't have been pushed out of a plane. No one should be pushed out of a plane. But like, don't literally like shit talk every single person, every single person, like including the pilot. Mm-hmm. Like to them while they're flying you somewhere. Like if she just would have been nice, engaged in a little bit of like shit talk, she probably would have gotten a lot further. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get the later dish. after get the, the funeral, Jake tells Annie, like, your mom was mean to everyone except you. <laughs> and Annie, like, doesn't react she doesn't understand like i'm sorry girl you didn't realize your mom was a total cunt to everyone ever because she's awful truly awful well she also barely reacts to the fact that her mom's dead she gets a call from the coroner and he's like hey is margaret thatcher i don't remember (laughs) your mom (laughs) and she's like yeah And he's like, okay, well, she is dead. (laughs) (laughs) I always confuse um, Margaret Thatcher and Madeline Albright in my head. I was going to, because I was going to say the lady is not for turning. Was that Margaret Thatcher? Yes. Margaret Thatcher is British. The British one. Okay. Margaret. And can I tell you how I know? Margaret Thatcher. Now I just think of Gillian Anderson and I'm like, Gillian Anderson, Margaret Thatcher at the crown. Like that's how oh, I like, haven't watched that far in that show. Oh my God. It's so good. I mean, yes, I watched the first two seasons. Of She's fantastic. She is a phenomenal actress because mm-hmm. I watched her in that. And then I immediately watched her in uh, the tourist. And she She's fucking good. It is like a serial killer show and she's the inspector. And I mean, you find this out in the very first episode. And like, wait, the first is it five the tourist minutes. or the fall? Nope. The fall. Okay. Yep. The I'm, fall, I'm yeah, sorry with- because Jamie Dornan was in the tourist too. And he's also like a crazy person in there. Um, but yes, the fall. She's yeah, I've seen that. That is really good. She's incredible and so beautiful. Like so fucking beautiful. And what one time uh, an interviewer was like, don't you sometimes like feel sorry for men and like went on this thing and she just said, no, I don't feel sorry for men. <laughs> and I just love her. <laughs> what a dreamboat. Oh my God. Yeah, she's incredible. And it's just like crazy that 
it was like 30 years ago the x-files was out right like about 30 years roughly yeah it is because 25 I had 30 years a massive crush on david duchovny yeah and i was 11 so but that's- like like she was attractive that she, like she's just an attractive person but it's like now you're like mm-hmm. oh my god she's fucking stunning but like back then when they had, had a in very- that show they didn't at, at, like uh, and i guess maybe this is like a whole thing about like femininity and stuff like why should she have to be like shown off for mm-hmm. how beautiful she is but like she's beautiful like well, <laughs> fucking like let me and know you're the inverse of that or the the opposite uh oh words are hard um is that i feel like in the 90s if you were a good detective you looked exactly like that because uh what's her name in silence of the lambs look has the exact same look it's like yeah. bob haircut no makeup black suit yeah you're good at your job if you are beautiful you can't also be a very accomplished god i'm telling you person. right now let me go into a fucking police department become a detective i don't need any of the police work just let me let me be a detective let give me a case file and like let me do my thing and i'll be able to do it but like you got to just let me do my thing right like i understand that i'm like a cute person but like i have power with my aura and my sense of people and like i can control a situation with crazy people i can do it i, I can, do it. can do it and it's like i can you can use your you can use your looks for your advantage but like also have a hard candy show mm-hmm. hard right candy show <laughs> You can be like a badass, but also like sweet, but also like a nice crispy coating. A hard candy shell. Um, Maybe like a jawbreaker shell. Yeah. Where you got to crack. You really got to suck on that thing. (laughs) Maybe break some jaws. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Hans cat loves being on the podcast. Lenny has been very aggressive about getting on top of this fucking pride rock chair lately. <laughs> Look at him gazing out upon his kingdom. What an <laughs> asshole. God damn it. God damn it. Um, so Jake and Annie we have a gonna movie. Get back. I know it's well, I'll try to race through it because it's so crazy. Uh, it's me i'm sorry no it's okay um they say they're gonna get back together so he tells tanya and she's like okay um you shouldn't do that but if you're gonna um you should know that she's cheating on you i took some aerial photos of your house and i will take no more questions about that but please look at the pictures um so, of course, you can see the dumb fucking hat in her, like, by their pool. How do they have this yeah. house? Um, because she's at school. She's gone at class during this happening. So they, like, are No, just... but 
I mean, like, they don't have any money. How do they have this oh, house with a oh, pool in the backyard? How do they have? Because her mom is rich. Her mom gives yes. her money. I guess, yeah. Um, so he's devastated, obviously, because he thinks that his wife is cheating on him for sure. And she's like, sorry about that. Want to go fly an airplane? They get up into the sky. She is on him like white on rice. I can't think of a better analogy. That's the only one that's in my head. And she, I thought she was about to blow him. Like, oh my God, I wrote, is she going to give him airhead? He's flying. This is dangerous. Airhead. for a himbo um (laughs) no it totally is i love it um wait then he says he looks down at his lap and says houston we have a problem we have a problem and i was like well i'm gonna tell you if a guy if i'm like getting randy like and it's like people watching me are thinking that i'm gonna go down on you which is what was happening in this scene and you say, Houston, we have a problem. To me, that's like, oh, shit, I'm not hard. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Or, ooh, I already blew my love. <laughs> <laughs> There's one or two reasons you would say, Houston, we have a problem. Right. Um, and it's not like great news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. No one says that to be like, I have a boner. <laughs> that's the problem. Houston, yeah, a problem. That's not a problem. Like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> so he barely knows how to fly a plane, but somehow they've landed and now they're in bed and they have sex. The next morning or later that day, <laughs> they're talking about all their travel plans and they decide they're going to go on a trip the next day. Meanwhile, Annie and her hat check the mail and there's a letter for the neighbor across the street. So she takes it over there. Um, sorry, they, because the hat is on her head and <laughs> <laughs> she rings the doorbell and someone starts talking to her through the doorbell. And there's like a 25 minute explanation of how this doorbell works, I guess. Oh yeah. I've just been getting a lot of packages stolen from my porch. So I got this ring camera installed. I can see you from my porch and I can talk to you and record you, but I don't have to actually be in the house to see you. It just yeah, I'm at the mall. Oh my God. Oh God. So, and he's like, all right, cool. And starts to walk away. But then she's like, haha wait a minute (laughs) the camera so she asked this lady for a favor now based on the conversation they had through the doorbell i thought this woman was 19 years old because she sounded like a young girl at the mall and then we see her and she's like a 45 year old mom (laughs) yeah it's so confusing so they've apparently just been recording for a month straight (laughs) no breaks baby (laughs) She's like, so you will have to watch through several An entire month. hours. But luckily, your shit is like <laughs> right at the beginning. beginning that you need to see. So 
she sees the car pull into her driveway and the two people that are not her uh get out and she zooms in on the license plate and then she somehow has access to a site where you can search you can't do that (laughs) you can't you have to have special licenses for that you can't do that you're not allowed to just because you know what would happen stalkers all of the time oh my god people all of the time you can't do that like you can't just look up a license plate online it's ridiculous that they're just like oh this is a thing you can do you can't do that i'm sorry you can't Uh, do that the easiest thing in the world is for someone she talks to for five seconds being a cop so that she can call in a favor if you have to have it be this way that she's (laughs) sorry lenny's being super weird um whatever i don't remember what i was saying but so she finds out who owns the car and she goes to their house and oh it's a model and these are just some jobs she does sometimes where you just (laughs) make out with a guy and people take pictures of you from the sky you've never heard of that no this is new to you so annie texts (laughs) She texts, she texts Tanya. Jake. I mean, no, she, she texts Jake that she's yeah. got proof that Tanya framed her. Mm-hmm. Wait, framed her for what? Yeah, for cheating. <laughs> framed her for what? <laughs> Just my notes and framed her. It's like, wait, what? What happened? I'm telling you, Bridget, these movies leave my brain like literally as soon as I watch them. Oh boy. Um. So Tanya sees it first, and she responds, "Let's talk. Meet me at the house or something." And then when Jake's like, "All right, I'm in love with you. Let's get ready for our trip," she's super evasive and weird. And he's such a himbo that he like doesn't notice that she's a completely different person now. Like she was all over him, so into him. And then she's like, nope, I can't. Mm, I'll meet you in several hours. So she puts a giant crate into her car. Like that would have a mummy in it. Yeah, like a vampire. Like the crate I imagine when I read Salem's Lot every year. It's like the crate I imagine the vampire being brought in. She puts it in her car. She gets the formaldehyde, which I didn't realize was in the first aid kit. She rings the doorbell. So Annie answers the door. And Tanya's waiting around the side of the house with the formaldehyde and then just attacks Annie in the front yard. Annie, the problem is the door, the doorbell rings, whatever. Annie's like, Jake. Jake, and then she just walks outside 20 yards outside of the fucking front door. Hey, if someone rings my doorbell and I look outside and I don't see anyone, I'm like, get fucked. You know what? When I see someone, I'm like, get fucked unless I actually want you in my house. I want to say if someone knocks on my door. Nope. I'm pretending I'm not here. Get fucked. Get fucked in all ways and forms like it 
it's just so ridiculous that she would walk out there and be like, Jake, 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 where are you? No, you would choose this time to like play hide and hide and seek. Right. Of course, because it's a serious time in your relationship Mm -hmm. and things are like really not going great. And like, yeah, go hide behind some shrubbery. It's a fun time. No, fuck. Have some common sense women in these lifetime movies, not in general. I mean, like in general, it's good for everyone to have some common sense, but these lifetime movies just don't write women right. Like you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I would say most of our friends would not venture out of the front door when the doorbell rings and no one is there. Right. It is very strange. Just have some realism here, guys. So she gets the, she puts Annie in the crate, locks it, puts it back in the car and she's wheeling it onto a plane when Jake runs up behind her and he's like, Hey, I thought we were meeting here. And she's like, you're three hours early. (laughs) I I didn't think you would be here to see me with this crate filled with your fucking wife. (laughs) Yikes. She's like, I have to take this box somewhere so we can't just leave for our trip now. And he's like, oh, I'll just go with you. Um, And she can't figure out a way to say no, really. So he puts the crate on the plane (laughs) because he's trying to be helpful. Now, I start hearing this sound and I'm like, Annie, these sounds you're making from inside the box sound like sex noises. Like you need to get your screaming right. But no, they were sex noises because Tanya and Jake are fucking on the plane that they are flying. They're not only fucking on the plane, they're fucking on top of the crate, Bridget. Yes. yes. That Annie is in. Still knocked the out. Plane's on autopilot and I could not help my brain from going to airplane and just seeing the big inflatable autopilot. <laughs> like that's just, you can't, you, uh, did your that. head not go there? It didn't. Wow. I feel like with any movie with an airplane, my head goes to airplane. Like <laughs> I'm always like, I just How can watched I connect it for the first time, like a couple of years ago. I mean, it, okay, listen, there's a lot of, st- I, I had my kids watch it a few years ago and I was like, yikes, I should have watched <laughs> this to make sure I wanted them to watch this. And I didn't, uh, and I didn't, <laughs> it was not good. It's not a good movie for like young kids to watch now, No, but, but it is so great. fucking funny. Yeah. I, I was talking about Abby. Or, no, I was talking about this with Abby today. Like, I was like, it's so because she's reading The Great Gatsby right now. Okay. And she has to write an essay about if Gatsby is a fucking just criminal asshole or mm-hmm. if he did everything he did for love. And she's like, well, obviously I said he's a criminal. I'm like, yeah, he's a fucking con man. Like, <laughs> and so she went through it. But I was like, isn't it weird though, how like all of this old, like, literature and all of these like movies that I make you watch and all these old TV shows and shit that I grew up on that I'm like oh my god watch this and then when we watch it I'm like yeah but this is not right like this is not right this is not right 
it, and I was just saying how weird it is to like be seeing everything through this new these Lens. new eyes mm-hmm. of this like and I hate to like say wokeness but that's that is what it is like being aware of like shit that we maybe weren't aware of back then back I mean back when this shit was written and back when we were going to school and like ingesting all of it, it's just like even shit from the nineties is so vastly different in what is like acceptable. It's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. Like it's, I don't know. It's just, it's so weird to me how like, mm, it's good. Like it's good. It's good that shit is not, as gross as it is or as it was back then but like fuck it is so different it's like embarrassing to be like this is the shit we like read and like grew up on this is this is what i was raised on and why i'm the way i am (laughs) yeah any questions (laughs) sorry kids (laughs) yes i mean i have like a lot of good shitty humor in there like funny humor Mm. So I think that's where most of my things, but yikes, it's just all bad. It's all bad. I don't even know how we got on the subject, but it's just all bad. Um, oh, because they were fucking on top of the box. I don't know. That's the last thing we talked about in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, it went from somewhere there. Uh, whatever, guys, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so he they get dressed again and go sit back in the cockpit and he asks her what's in the box and she's like oh it's just like fish food i mean they're like tracking devices i mean we drop them like like every six months it's like pellets of fish food that they eat and they're tracking devices and then we like they eat them and we track where they go but you can't open the box (laughs) no they're so smelly and they're so greasy (laughs) they're so greasy greasy um and he's like well (laughs) Okay, so she tells him to go push the box out. He's like, okay. Oh my God. But then, this is like 20 minutes of the movie. He has so many questions. They have a, he wants to know why they can't open the box and if it's biodegradable. But he also talks about sharks. It's wood. It's wood. It's biodegradable because it's wood. That's all she had to say. He's like, you, you know how I feel about idiot. littering. You know how I feel about littering. You don't we've have known a real each other so long. About like fucking around, but no. like littering. No, no, no. That's my line. I draw the line at littering. Oh boy. I mean, they talk for so long about this. And then finally, Annie wakes up at the last second, gets her gag out of her mouth i was gonna call it a muzzle (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and she yells jake's name and he's like and he brings her back into the plane and he's trying to open it and (laughs) he can't get the box open tanya's like no look like she sucks and i'm cool and you don't love her you love me like this is for the best yeah um, and he's like, you're crazy. I'm calling the police. She says, like, no. She doesn't say, we're in a plane, you dumbass. 
your phone won't work. That's not her problem. So she comes back. She like goes into the cockpit. She turns autopilot on. Right? Off. She turns it off. Off again. Because it was. I don't know. She hits that switch a couple times. So I don't know. Because that's why Annie had to like go up and be like, oh, fuck. I can pilot this plane. Yeah. And I guess no one else knew how to find the autopilot button, but. Tanya knocks Jake out with a fire extinguisher, tells him you can both die in a ball of fire and parachutes out of the plane. <laughs> yes, she does. Yowza. Um, Annie uses a key to unscrew the hinges on the box, gets out. She tries to wake Jake up. He doesn't wake up, so she starts to fly the plane. So badly. I just feel like even if you're a complete moron at a few moments in a plane, you get the basic controls. Like, obviously you can't land it. So like if you're pushing this forward and the plane is like diving down and you pull it up (laughs) and then it starts going up, then maybe you learn pushing this thing down makes it go down. Because when you pulled it up, it went up. And when you pushed it down, it went down. So when it's going down, pull it up. Because you've already learned that, like, pulling it down makes it down. Pulling it up goes up. So, like, just make it do that. Right? (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't know how anyone could not agree with you. (laughs) I mean, it just seemed like in the movie... It was like, oh, no, she's pushing it this way and it's going this way and she's pulling it this way. It's going this way. Uh Okay, so then just make it go that way. (laughs) Like, yeah, if it's going down, make it go up because you know how to do that. And they near very nearly crash because she continues to push it down until Jake oh, comes yeah. up and puts yeah. his hand over hers and pulls it. I mean, and her. that's that is after several moments of her mm-hmm. being like, Okay, controls. This does this. This does this. This goes this way. This goes this way. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't get it. No. You just gotta keep your cool in a crisis, you guys. And that is something maybe I'm good at, and a lot of people aren't. Like I can keep my cool. Like I feel like if a plane were going down, I wouldn't. I, I certainly would not want to get behind the cockpit. But like, I would be somebody who was in the aisles assuring everybody. Like. I would be the one being like, guys, calm the fuck down. Like, I would be good. I'm good in a crisis. I don't know. I can't. I am. I am. I know I am because I've been in. I've been in them before, and I'm good at them. Like, I'm. I'm on it. Like, I'm good at it. If when I fell and broke my foot, um, and we were trying to get me into the car, that I was. Andrew was holding me up and I announced I'm passing out as I passed out. Does that mean that I'm good in a crisis? Because <laughs> so I was able to give him the heads up. I'm passing out and then I fell. I feel like I'm good because like there was a crazy I mean, and I say crazy because like she was like I, she was like nutty from the moment I met her. But aside from that, she had a seizure one day, a school mom when I was picking Abby up from school and 
I was like the only one who went in there to like assist and do anything helpful. And like, I just was like, you get out of her face. You call 911. You tell the people at the school that they can't nice. come. They ha- they can't have the kids come out of this door. Like you tell the ambulance, this is where we're at. Like I was very good at it. I'm good. Like when I saw the fucking circus performer die, I was oh, like, yeah. move your kids, like get out of there. We need to leave. Like, this is not normal. I'm, I'm good in a crisis situation. I'm good at like being like, this is what has to happen. I couldn't fly the plane. I couldn't fly the plane. though. I, I would mean, find the person who could though. Yeah. And I think you'd figure it out better than Annie did, but luckily Jake saves the day. He takes over flying the plane. They see Tanya on the ground and he starts radio radioing for law enforcement. Annie thinks this is a good time to ask, are you even certified to fly this plane? Um, are you the worst person alive? Are you the person I want to be married to? I don't yeah. think so. And also t- Tanya just like, ru- sorry, runs back and forth mm-hmm. on the runway. There's a very short North by Northwest recreation on the dirt <laughs> runway. Like go in the, go in the bushes. Um, she doesn't go in the bushes and Jake hits her with the plane. I thought her head was going to fall off because wouldn't it, if you got hit with a plane, probably she goes down, like he hit her over the head with a baseball bat, like nothing. Just like, yeah. Oh, I'm knocked out. And a cop was literally right there. Don't think he's going to be like, Hey, thanks for trying to kill that lady when I was standing right here. Um, so we cut to Jake and Annie buying an airplane from a 17 year old kid (laughs) and they give him $15,000 in cash. And then he's like, well, this plane was my dad's and this plane is my grandpa and had some really good times in this planes. This is my life. (laughs) Well, anyway, bye. (laughs) Jake's like, Hey, uh. You can call me anytime you want if you want me to take you up. And then he takes this opportunity to tell Annie, BT dubs, I did sleep with Tanya. And she's like, that's cool. I have something actually that I need to tell you. Um, remember that professor I told you about? Mm, never mind. And Jake goes, wait, what? And then it like, ends on a freeze frame of him laughing it's like the end of a murder she wrote episode it is ridiculous i could not i believe this i just that's how you ended this movie by the way i fucked my professor the end why you didn't need You didn't need that. Or you could have had it been that like it was you making Mm -hmm. out with your professor. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I guess we knew that it wasn't, but that would have been more interesting. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 
That's it's so weird. Like, have it be she's randomly flying over the house and catches them. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she's stalking him. And then it becomes like, well, how the fuck do I, like, show right. him these without being like, oh, my God, I'm flying over his house. Like, you could make That's it a way so much more interesting. Yeah. You could make it a way better story. You can make it a way better story. God damn it, Bridget. We just need to become fucking writers. I know. Lifetime, are you listening to us at all, ever? Like, we have an entire podcast about you. Maybe not nice, but... Hey, we say some nice things sometimes. Yeah, you say some nice things sometimes. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, next week, I already know what I'm going to pick. Um... I am going to pick, it is a show on Netflix. This is not a Lifetime movie. This is my (laughs) rando one. So it's a show on Netflix and it is called Bad Sport. And I want everyone to watch the second episode, which is the race car driver episode about Mm -hmm. the weed smuggling. And I would also like everyone to watch the I don't know what number it is, but it's the one about the guy who kills all the horses. No. Uh, so I want no, no, it's it's I good. just stopped reading a book and returned it to the library after 10 pages because there was so much mean animal stuff in the first few pages that I couldn't oh do you not want me to do that one do you want me to do the okay so I do want to do I still want to do the second one because that one is like one of the most amazing hours of television I've watched the race car driver smuggling one but we don't have to watch okay we won't watch the horse one I will have you watch instead the Russian uh figure skating episode yeah okay okay thank you because that's really good and that i feel like that is like that's an important episode like okay it just really is like oh you can't trust sports <laughs> you can't yeah trust oh, sports. i'm so excited but the race car driver one is like just such a fascinating hour of television and like I just loved every single person they interviewed. And I was just oh, like, man. oh my God, tell me more. Tell me more. I want to oh, be so excited. Friend. Yeah, it's really good. So bad sport, the second episode and whatever the figure skating episode is. Wonderful. Okay. Well, oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to watch yeah. these and I'm rewatch these because I've already watched them with great interest. But now I can. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks everyone. We're done. <laughs> the end. Thanks for listening. I mean, maybe just like check out your pilots if you're taking flying lessons. Make sure they didn't like kill people or aren't named Gonzo. <laughs> not they're not keeping chloroform in their first aid kit. Yeah, that's not normal. It's not normal. I am going to make myself a jacket that says Captain Gonzo Rogers on the lapel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rogers. 
It's so fucking good. All right. Well, till next time, everyone, when we talk about our sports episode, (laughs) have a great week. Talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.